The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I'm dedicating the first hour of this show, though, to International Women's Day. And I often say to you that I've never done a show over the seven or eight years I've been here without learning something. Uh, so I, I knew it was International Women's Day, but I wanted to know why March 8th is International Women's Day. Here's the reason. Uh, after the Socialist Party of America organized a Women's Day on February 28, 1909 in New York, the 1910 International Socialist Women's Conference suggested Women's Day be held annually, and after women gained suffrage in Soviet Russia in 1970, 1917, March 8th became a national holiday there. The day was then predominantly celebrated by the socialist movement in communist countries until it was adopted in 1975 by the United Nations. So today, International Women's Day is a public holiday in some countries, and quite frankly, largely ignored in others. In some places, it's a day of protest. In others, it's a day that celebrates womanhood, which is what we're going to do today by highlighting three women in this hour who have uh, excelled in our province, uh, the first of which joins me now. Uh, Catherine Vu is the owner and proactive of Proactive IT Management. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I always enjoy uh, talking to people like you because I keep an eye on 40 under 40, and uh, you're an alumnist, are you not? Yes, 2010. Nice. <laughs> All right, so um, tell us about yourself. And as I say, I just want to use this opportunity, this uh, next 45 to uh, 60 minutes with several women from Alberta. You're the first. So tell me about yourself. You are not born in Canada, correct? No, I came to Canada in 1981. Uh, my dad sponsored us over, but uh, we actually tried to escape Vietnam in 1978, uh, my mom and my two sisters, and we got caught by the communists, so got taken back, lose, you know, lost everything and start all over, and then waited until 1981 when we flew over on a plane to Edmonton and um, joined our dad, which we, who we haven't seen in six years. And I was actually sharing the story uh, at International Women's Day uh, Norquest celebration today and uh, saying that, you know, we all lived in a bachelor apartment downtown and it's such a contrast to the, all the people in Vietnam and, you know, it was very secluded. And then we were there for a few months, and then we moved, and uh, yes, and, and then I graduated from the U of A with a BCom in 94, and there was no job, and I finally got a job doing IT, marketing for an IT company owned by an accounting firm, and I was computer illiterate at that time, but uh, after three years of, of being there, a colleague asked if... Um, I want to start an IT company together, and I thought, well, what do I have to lose? And we left and joined uh, uh, and started a proactive computer solution and um, used subcontractor to keep our costs down. And then in, 2000, in 2003, I bought him out and started proactive IT and just run the business by myself with just a team of contractors that... Um, we use and it's like family but uh they do their own thing too and uh it's it's a model that works for me it's interesting because you've had a very successful career and i know you're involved 
uh, in charitable work in the community as well, which I want to touch on. Uh, but it's interesting to look at your uh, resume because aside from arriving in Canada at the age of 10, uh, you and mm-hmm. I have a very similar resume. And uh, although I, I would concede that you've done considerably better than me in your career, but did you not spend time working at McDonald's in between arriving in Canada and getting your, or, or from the time that you uh, got your uh, degree at the Uni- University of Alberta and the time that you started your company? Yeah, I actually, McDonald's, I got a job at McDonald's uh, when I was 14, and I worked there from for seven years, and that was what paid for my university. I remember making $3.00 and 30 cents. Uh, I was the fry girl when I started, and I moved up and uh, was crew training and all that stuff. And McDonald is a great training ground and met many friends that we are still friends now. And uh, But I really... It was not a good work experience in those days, right? So, that, so then when I graduated, I struggled finding a job, and I remember... Uh, getting my job and making $8 an hour when my friends at IGA was making $20 an hour. And I'm like, why did I even go to university? (laughs) But, you know, um, I I did. And I was the first one in my family to have a degree. And... um, and here we are now. It's a great story, Catherine. And let me ask you this. Over those years of going to university, well, first of all, uh, you know, coming to this country as a young child, going to university uh, and being, as you mentioned, the first in your family to accomplish that, then starting your own company, which would you say was the greater adversity, um, being new to Canada or an immigrant to Canada or being a woman? Um, I would say being new to Canada, but I was young. Uh, I've never find that being a woman was a hardship for me because I just kind of do my thing. I mean, there are certain issues that being a woman that I struggle with, um, like I talk about the imposter syndrome, you know, like thinking you're not good enough and uh, compare comparing yourself to my male counterparts and stuff like that. But then I realized that, you know, when it comes down to it, I just have to be me and um, go with that and do what's right for me and that I am enough. And once I let go of the comparison, I really didn't think back on being a woman. I mean, there are certain things that other people might take slight of, but like my husband said, I'm like a, a duck. People insult me, and sometimes I don't even get it. It just rolls right off my. <laughs> it just rolls right off me. So yeah, it's a skill I have, I guess. Absolutely, I mentioned a moment ago that you've uh, not only been successful in business, but you're uh, a philanthropist. I guess would be the right word for you. You're involved in a lot of uh, community undertakings. So tell us about some of those. Yeah, well, I started uh, volunteering because uh, my brother uh, was born in 1991 with Down syndrome, and I remember going to the library and looking up what Down syndrome is and learning it's mongoloid and should be institutionalized. And I remember coming back and telling my parents that I have no idea what that means, but the only way that we're going to know how to raise my brother was to kind of be uh, participate in, in groups like Edmonton Down Syndrome and Alberta Association of Community Living at that time, which is now uh, Inclusion Alberta. So I've started volunteering with them and just being part of the group for a long time. And then when I have my company in 2003, I realized that I really want to give back to the community. And it started out with 
you know, the run for the cure. I put a team together and we raised like $13,000. And then I did the Easter seal drop zone because someone asked me to donate. And I remember looking up and said, oh, my God, you rappelled down the Sun Place Hotel. I want to do that because I'm afraid of heights. So, <laughs> you know, that's how I got involved. And we put a team of eight together and I, we raised like $26,000 for the Alberta Easter seal that year. And they've never really had teams. So it's kind of created a movement. And, and then because I'm in IT and I'm in very male stuff, I, I tend to um, coordinate a lot of girlfriends. I have lots of girlfriends. And so I just convince them to do stuff like bust a move where we work out for six hours and we raise money. And I, in four years ago, we did it. And there was 13 of us and we raised 25,000. We we're second top fundraising team and the next team was PCL. So we're pretty, I'm pretty proud of that, you know, um, just giving back in terms of volunteering but participating in runs or whatever, you know, obstacle course just to infuse some fun. So I guess I can be pretty uh, convincing when I <laughs> do these things. So, yeah, a lot of my girlfriends and male uh, join our team, and, uh, and that's how we bring awareness to the causes. And then being on, uh, right now I'm on the Stollery Woman Network uh, for the last five years. And, um, and the Northwest Thousand Women Movement, which we have uh, an event on June 12th, and I'm on the, I'm the chair of the sponsorship committee for that. So, you know, we get together and we just talk to company and see if it makes sense for them to support us. And I'm on the board of Winifred Stewart Association because, you know, eventually my brother might need their service, but uh, just kind of a little bit of everything. And uh, because I love Edmonton and uh, even the weather, I do not complain about this. I'm, I'm actually leaving for Vietnam today at four, four, 7.30 is our flight, and I'm thinking, wow, this is really good cross-country skiing conditions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love the winter. I just bundle up and go, and you won't hear me complain about the weather, but I love the people of Edmonton, and I love all the charity. And when we first came to Canada, I remember getting a toy from Santa Anonymous, and it was a doll, and I still remember, like, clearly the doll. It was the toy that we had. We each had a toy, and, uh, and then the Christmas Bureau helped us with um, a Christmas basket one year, and those things, you forget at that time you get them, and now when, when I come back and I come full circle and I, I'm involved in giving back to those organizations, and I'm like, wow, the impact is kind of, you kind of forget, right? But... Um, it's, you know, it's, Catherine, it's I have to tell you, you go. I, I have to tell you, Catherine, that, uh, you know, and I don't want to, in, in the short time that we've spoken with each other, sum up your personality. But you know what my observation is and as to why you've succeeded? Uh, and some people would say it's your drive. Other people would say it's your attitude. And a number of our texters saying, uh, what a great person. I would say it's your ability to understand balance. Because I've yes. met, you know, I've met a lot of people who, no matter how much money they have, they got to earn another buck, or no, no matter how many hours they put in, they've got to, you know, it's got to be more. But it seems like you've found a really great balance between uh, your charitable work, your professional work, and your personal life. It, it, it sounds like you have a good life. I do. I'm very blessed and grateful for that. But it's 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 very um, intentional now. Uh, I play hard, but I work hard too. And 
and you're just trying to prioritize because you know I I'm, I am an entrepreneur, so I I do get attracted to shiny things, and uh, <laughs> that's why I have friends and coaches that reel me in and uh, you know say, okay, focus, eye on the ball. So it's <laughs> it's it's constant learning for me being an entrepreneur. Excellent stuff. Well, I'm glad uh, we were able to get your story and your name out before uh, so many of our listeners, a person that they should know in the province of Alberta, somebody making a difference, uh, Catherine Vu, the owner of Proactive IT Management uh, Incorporated. Thank you, Catherine, for this. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Andrew. Have a great day. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.